Welcome to the Training Kings Podcast, inspiring and equipping Christians to be successful in business. The great pleasure to introduce our second speaker this morning, one of our Training Kings newest members, uh, Nathan Shillingford, who, as he said when he gave us his 60 seconds, he's a personal development strategy coach. He's passionate about his faith and teaching individuals principles and strategies of how to expose and explore their skills, which in turn enables them to manifest their personal greatness and purpose. So Nathan, the floor is yours, and I understand you're going to talk, talk to us about success through purpose. Yes. Thank you, Mark. Um, so good morning again. My name is Nathan Schillingford. I made some great notes here that I want to share with you, so you might want to make some notes as I'm speaking. But today I'm going to be talking around success through purpose. So recently I set up an organisation called Strategies of Success and our values are vision, purpose and destiny. So I have a heart for purpose, I must say, and I have a heart for purpose for enabling other people to find their purpose. And I believe that purpose is the intent, um, God's intent for our lives, basically. And the vision is when you see it and the destiny is when it is established. So today I'm going to be Trying my hardest to inspire you this morning. Um, great talk by Michelle. Really enjoyed that and really loved the aspect of helping other people because I believe if you help everybody get what they want, as Jim Rohn says, you will get everything that you want. So today I'm going to be talking about success through purpose. And my purpose is to enable, or the dream I would say, is to enable 100,000 people to find their purpose. So that's my dream. That's the big ultimate dream and today really it's it's really looking at my story so I want to share my story with you and uh, my journey of what I've been exposed to over the last I would say 12 months and um, very challenging 12 months uh, if I start by telling you a little bit story last or two weeks ago I was sitting in a restaurant with my wife we were having something to eat there was a massive glass window on my right hand side and I saw a gentleman who was blind and he had a stick and he was walking and I was fascinated by him for some reason and my eyes were just glued to him because he was making progress with a stick but he couldn't actually see. Now he came to a point where there was a ballard in front of him, he could either go right or left but right would have brought him into a little space where everyone was seated and having food and he would have had to go through some chairs, which, you know, would have made it awkward for him to get to his destination. But he didn't go right. He went left. But in my head, I was thinking, how did you know to go left? What made you go left? There's a pathway that he'd probably been on before, but he really understood that right wasn't for him. So I'm, I'm going somewhere when I'm talking, guys. So just stay with me and bear with me. Um, so, you know, there are people who have sight, but no vision. And I really want to focus on the, the destiny and the purpose version, the purpose perspective, rather than just the vision. Because I live my life as, you know, someone that had sight, but no vision. And my life is very difficult. And Helen Keller says that the only thing worse than being blind is sight without vision. And I just love that statement. So if I give you a little bit of background about myself, um, I've always worked within business and enterprise. I've always worked with young people. That's my passion. And 
through the... Okay, let's go back to go forward. So I went to... Let's go through the traditional way. Went to school, went to college, uh, went to university. When I finished university with my degree in computer-aided product design, I thought, wow, this is great. I'm definitely going to get a job now within this industry. However, unbeknown to me, I didn't have any work experience. So what happened is that I became, I became NEAT. Uh, everybody knows NEAT is, not in education, employment or training. So I became NEAT and it really disheartened me because I believed that this system or this belief system I've been given would make me successful. But when I finished university, I came to the realisation that actually this is not for me in a sense. It's not going to enable me to go to where I really wanted to go to. And during that process, I fell into an organisation which helps neat young people establish their skills, help them establish um, a mindset for business. It was empowerment. It was personal development. And I fell into this organisation. And for me, I helped develop myself in a sense and found um, some skill sets and some traits that I could use to help develop myself but in the process of that help other people develop themselves as well too um, so it really looked at I was going through a huge transition I must say a huge transition about finding myself and establishing myself and at that point I wasn't saved you know I didn't know Jesus uh, I wasn't baptized and it was very difficult for me but during that process I stopped looking for success and I started looking for the successor. So the one that was the source, you know, the one that was the heir, you know, where my inheritance was. So I was living a life of vanity, which for me means empty of purpose. So there was no fulfillment. There was no passion. You know, I was getting up every morning. I was doing the same thing. You know, I was just making a living, but not actually living. And, you know, I did that for many of years uh, last year okay let's go back last year basically I left my job uh, I was working as a business and enterprise facilitator in an academy working with young people from the ages uh, well from year seven up to post 16 and what I found is that I was just going to work just to get a salary and at that point I wasn't married either so I've been married now for like two years my wife is expecting a baby in the next two weeks. So if I get a phone call, you may see me run out of here and just leave the iPad on the table because, the yeah. So um, my, if my phone does ring, guys, just forgive me because I, I am on call. So, um, <laughs> so basically, yeah, living life for that purpose. Um, got married and because I was in, I only got that job because I needed to get married, because before that I was self-employed, working with young people, had an organisation, a social enterprise, um, been running for eight years, but my income was, wasn't sustainable, because it's government funding, it's procurement, you know, it's trying to fight for business, I didn't do a lot of networking, I wish I met you before Michelle, because that would have helped me so much, you know, so networking wasn't my skill set, you know, I'm an operational person, I'm getting there, young people, hands on, that was me. The networking side I didn't really do. You know, I helped capacity build organization, but I didn't really go for clients, etc., etc., etc. So, you know, um, in the process of 
leaving my job, it was something that I had to make a, a huge sacrifice. And I believe it was purpose why I left my job. That, you know, July last year, 2016, um, I, I'd be doing, I was doing excellent in my role. You know, I was doing excellent, I was doing a great job. You know, my team was happy with me, what I was delivering. And, you know, I enjoyed it to a certain extent because I was building relationships, you know. I was working with a target audience, but I was restricted to a curriculum. So it was all tick box exercises. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm doing this piece of work here, but these young people are going to end up like me because they're going to be in school, go to college, the traditional belief system, and they think they're going to go to university and going to come out of university and be very successful. But what does the success look like to you? Is it freedom? You know, is it work-life balance? Is it that lifestyle that, you know, will enable you to have more time with your family, etc., your children? You know, so I didn't really, it didn't sit comfortable with me in that process. And I didn't want to sell the young people a belief system that I know that wouldn't help them in the long run. So... Purpose was saying, hey, hello, you, you can't do this. You, you need to do something else. You need to make a, a bigger difference. And you need to enable these young people to find their purpose. And, you know, and I believe now that purpose is only found in the, sorry, purpose is only found in the mind of the maker. You know, you can never ask someone else for your purpose. So I can never go to my manager and say, what's my purpose? You know, because they didn't know my purpose. Only I could find that and establish that purpose. And, you know, at that point in time, I had a great relationship with my manager. You know, they saw the value that I had. They, they believed in my gifts and my talents. They were creating another role for me now because they saw that something's not right here with Nathan. We, we need to give him a bit more. He's, he's got more inside of him. But they didn't have the capacity to financially give me that benefit and I, know, I knew that that money wouldn't fulfill me in a sense that additional so yeah I left my job like literally here's my salary I'm out of here because I knew that I'd get too comfortable and just be stuck in that cycle so I literally jumped out from my job gave my salary back and started to really dig deeper into myself now try to unlock my purpose you know, find out who I was on the inside and, you know, find out, you know, what did God create me to do? You know, he's the manufacturer, you know, of our purpose and the Bible is the manual. So I spent a lot of time with the manufacturer and I spent a lot of time reading in the manual. And when I began to, well, you know, most men don't read manuals, do we? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You think we know it all, don't we? And we think we can do this without actually reading the manual. And then we get to a point where we get stuck and we think, maybe I should have read the manual. <laughs> so my life was a lot like that. You know, I was going through life just doing things and trying to create things. But I wasn't referring to a manual or a vision. Or I didn't have that destiny in mind. Or I wasn't operating in my purpose. You know, and purpose is found in everything. You know, every person has a purpose. You know, however, some people don't know that purpose. And I believe this is why the world is suffering, because a lot of people haven't found their purpose yet. You know, a lot of people haven't tapped into that inner greatness or into that vehicle 
that will make a major, huge difference. And I believe in giving back and I believe in serving people. I will serve you to enable you to get to where you need to get to. So I've always been that one was selfless, always helping other people. But Michelle said that you have to help yourself first. Before you can help other people, you have to help yourself. Now I was in a place where I wasn't really helping myself. I was just helping everyone else, giving, pouring out, pouring out. But I needed to get into an environment, training kings, people of like-mindedness, um, you know, people that add value to my life, to enable that purpose to grow, to expand it, so I can have a larger capacity to have a greater impact. So really I want to talk about, um, you know, purpose in itself, you know, where purpose is not, um, where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. And I'm just talking from my perspective, because when I wasn't operating in my purpose, my lifestyle was, it was crazy. I was doing crazy stuff. Um, I'm not going to tell you too much from my background, <laughs> but I was doing crazy stuff, like literally, um, you know, I can't even go into the detail, but I was just doing crazy stuff, guys. Yeah, okay, let's keep this. Let's, let's, let's keep it there. Because I can see the minds going over here. But let's just stay here for a second, okay? But my, my point is, is that purpose gives you discipline at the end of the day. And I wasn't disciplined. Let's just say, like, let's, let's keep it like that. That's a safe version. Um, so, you know, if you, if, you, if you want to know the purpose, everything, never ask the thing. Like I said, there's a manual. So I want to really talk about the manual now and how to establish your purpose in this process. So the first key thing that we need to look at is who am I? Now, I always say, um, walk in your who-ness, not your whatness. So your who-ness is basically who you've been created to be. Your whatness is people's perception of you. Now, a lot of the time, we live our lives based on someone else's perception of us. And we try and accommodate, accommodate that perception and society does not enable us to discover who we are. It doesn't. You know, I live my life based on an identity. You know, I live my life around a culture. Um, I live my life around someone else's identity, someone else's vision of me. And a lot of that time we do that. So young people will wear a certain brand of clothing, Nike, uh, Gucci. And that will basically say to someone else, um, okay, I value you because you're wearing this particular identity. So I had to find out what is my unique identity and how do I tap into that? You know, the world wants you to make, the world wants to make you who they want you to be. That's what the world does to us. And, you know, and if you attempt to move away from that, you'd be classed as an irritation uh, or someone that is just disobedient in a sense. So I really had to find out who I am. You know, and then I had to look at where am I from? Now, this is around heritage. This is around Jeremiah 29 and all the plans that you think of me. You know, it's around being a raw priesthood. It's around being a chosen generation. It's around being seated at the, I had to go to the manufacturer to find out who I really was and then started to live my life out through that. And then I looked at why am I here? Now, this speaks of purpose, which is what I'm going to talk about a bit more um, on the next part of this talk. And then I had to look at what can I do? So what's my potential? So realizing my true ability, you know, a lot of the time, most facts tell us that we only operate on 10% of the brain. And a lot of things are created just on that 
My wife tells me this all the time, that you're only operating on 10%, Nathan. Why are you not operating on the 90%? So I had to look at, okay, how do I move from the 10% into the 90%? And what does the 90% look like? What does it consist of? Um, that's something that I'll try and talk about on the end, the end of this with the Lumina tool. This is that, that's going to be the 90%. So where am I going as well to? That's another key factor. That's destiny. Now, um, just to give you a little analogy. So if I have an um, apple seed in my hand, most people will believe that it's just an apple seed. So that's the fact. But really the truth is that in my hand, that seed is actually a tree. And that's the truth. And then the potential is, is that tree can bear fruits. And within those fruits are more seeds. So that's the potential. So this is how I started to live my life now. That I'm a seed. And depending on what ground I'm planted in or environment that I go to, I will produce something. And when I produce that thing, it will produce um, a, level of, a level of fruits for someone else. So I knew now I'm not just here for myself. I'm here to produce something for someone else to take, to feed off and to impact a generation. So I'm planted now by the river where everything's flowing. But if I'm not planted in the right place, I'm not going to receive that goodness, the source, the business, the networks, the relationships um, that I need to uh, tap into in a sense. So I believe like, so we, we must explore the truth of who we are and to, to unleash that true potential. We must do that. And we can't throw people away because purpose is in everyone and potential is in everyone. And if we don't connect with people's purpose or tap into their potential, then we won't have that impact or that success that we're looking for, that relationship that we need to build on. And, you know, if we look at Moses, in Moses... Um, the first five of the books of the Bible was trapped in Moses. So God kept using Moses, kept using him, even though he made mistakes, he did this, he did that wrong. You know, those first five books are key. Genesis in the beginning. Um, so you need to understand, you know, what is inside of you? You know, someone in this room, maybe the next Steve Jobs, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, but I cannot um, have a perception of you I need to tap into that because there may be something that I tap into that unlocks your uniqueness that will have a major impact on this room. This is why I spend so much time investing in people. Um, you know, it's not something that I want to really gain a lot of profit from, but I just know that if I invest in you, I can have a great impact. That's why I said at the beginning, a hundred thousand people and I could just transform Kenneth, one person, Michelle, just one person. Sorry to call that names, but just one person. And then that one person can go and impact a thousand lives. Just one person. The Bible says one can chase a thousand, two can put 10,000 to flight. So it could be just two people that I impact and I make that difference. You know, so um, because you can't see what's in a person doesn't mean it's not there. You know, Mars Monroe says, your future is not ahead of you. It's trapped within you. Now, I take my life from a perspective whereby I need to pull some things out of me. I need to work it out because what's inside of me, that's going to make the difference. 
you know, so sharing your experiences can lock someone else's purpose. That's a lot of the time it's good to have conversation. I do a lot of talk therapy with people that I just ask questions and get them to talk and pull things out because I don't know what I'm going to unlock. There's a diamond in someone, you know, there's gold in other people. I need to pull that out. So sharing experiences is great. This is what I love about um, Training Kings. You know, it's a great example of people coming together, sharing their experiences, you know, exposing their gifts and their talents. Um, you know, everything that you're looking for is within inside of you. You just need something to draw it out. So let's look at what is purpose. Um, purpose is defined, defined as original intent for existence, the reason for existence of a thing, and the desired result. So that's the definition of purpose. Purpose is the motivation that causes the creation of a product. So you don't just create something. There's a purpose behind it that enables you to create that thing. You know, so um, we have to be mindful of that. Now, purpose is the source of the destination that was established by the creator. So you have to have purpose in every area of your life. You have to be intentional. You know, we have to get up in the morning and say, I'm going to get, you know, those 10, 10 people on that list that Michelle talked about. I'm going to get those 10 people today. You're going to wake up with that motivation because I believe high energy equals high results. So in the morning, when I get up, super excited, super fired up, let's go, let's get it today. You know, you have to have that motivation behind you and that will drive your purpose. So basically, purpose is why. Why you do something. And they always say that your why must be huge. It must be bigger than you. You know, I, I'm a great advocate of that. You know, I believe in that. So everything is created for a reason. You know, purpose precedes production. So, you know, when something's created, when this phone was created, Apple, they had a purpose behind it. You know, they had an objective that they wanted to fill. We want to create something that has the time flies. I'm telling you when you're having fun. So, yeah, it's great. It's good. I need someone. That's why I made so much notes, guys, just to keep me focused because I'll just go on a tangent. I'll be, you know, on the football pitch playing football. You'll be still sitting here. But, yeah, let's try and wrap this up quickly. So how purpose and destiny are shaped. You know, so God always sets the end before the beginning. Yeah? So, end is destiny, beginning is purpose. The fact that you began is evidence that there is something that has already been finished and completed in you. So we need to find what that is. So when we're looking at that, you know, destiny is predetermined future. Predestination. Pre means beginning. And destination means the end. Having your end established before the beginning, destiny is your established end. Your destiny pulls you to your purpose. So this is why, you know, I left my job in a sense, because I had that destiny that was calling me. You know, that, that little something that's trapped inside of you, that's urging you to do something, that, that, that voice in a sense, do this. And you think, oh, no, I'm not going to do that, because I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if I'm going to get a salary or if I'm going to get income or I'm not going to do that. And then you sit there and then it comes back. It just keeps coming back. It keeps coming back, you know, and it gets a little bit frustrating at times. So I got to a place where I was frustrated. Um, you know, a lot of people are stuck in their jobs. They, they hate their job, but they're just there to get a salary. You know, destiny, destiny kind of makes you hate your job in a sense it's like uh, 
I'm not do, I'm not getting the fulfillment. I'm not passionate about this, you know. And it it kind of drives you, it pulls you, it makes you uncomfortable. Now people always say, get out your comfort zone. And I'm like, why do you want to do that? It's comfortable here. It's nice. I'm okay. You know, I'm not going to be hurt by no. I'm not going to be impacted. But if you're, if you're not, uh, I can't remember what Samuel says. But, you know, in order for you to grow, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to feel uncomfortable. And purpose and potential needs pressure. You know, it needs pressure. You need to be overextended at times. Because that's when the gift comes out. You know, that's when the purpose reveals itself. When you're not in your comfort zone, you know. So your dreams, your passions, and your desires—they were manifest. That's the manifestation of your destiny, your dreams, and your desires. So even though plans may change, purposes are permanent. So my my plans changed. You know, I made some poor decisions, and you know, my purpose didn't change. It was always there for me, and that's one key thing that it never changes. It never moves. You know. So let's look at Joseph, for instance. You know, Joseph was full of purpose. You know, he had these brothers that, you know, they didn't believe in him. He told them his dream. And, you know, he got put into a pit. You know, he got put into prison, etc. But his purpose didn't change. And where did he end up? As a prince. You know, so these are key things like that um, that we need to look at. I'm going to skip down here and just close. Uh, so your purpose and destiny... Is manifested in the in five ways. So the passions that don't go away. That's one. You know your desires that won't quit. That feeling that you get. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. It, it doesn't quit. Um, your reoccurring dreams. You might keep dreaming that same thing. It just comes back. That's the indication of your purpose and your destiny. And the ideas that won't subside. That just won't go away. Um, being conceptual. There's a lot of stuff on the on the map that you probably won't get to. But yeah, I just want to close and say, Scripture, uh, without counsel, purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counsels, they are established. That's Proverbs 15, verse 22. And I believe that Training Kings is a great example of this, of when people come together, they get the right advice, they get the right guidance, they share their experiences, you know, that purpose will be established. So on that note, I'm going to close there. Thank you so much for listening to me. God bless you guys. <laughs>